<clears throat> good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Wow. Tomorrow we have the privilege of taking out three Sifrei Torah. It is a Kodak moment, Shabbos Kodak moment. We can't take a picture, but upstairs in Shemayim, they are taking special note. The first Sefer, we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayikra. We start the third book of the Torah. And according to the Chinuch, there are 11 positive mitzvos and five restrictions found in this parsha. We begin the book of Korbanos. Discuss at your table tomorrow night why there is a Aleph Zeira, a small Aleph in the very first word, Vayikra that the Sofer writes that letter in smaller print. Now, from the second Sefer Torah, we read Rosh Chodesh, coming from Parshas Pinchas, tomorrow being Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and finally, from the third Sefer Torah, we read from Parshas Bo, the beginning of of chapter 12, HaChodesh Hazeh Lochem. That was the first mitzvah that was given to the Jewish people as a people in Egypt, namely a Jewish calendar, that our calendar is unique. Our calendar is, on the one hand, a lunar calendar, right? And secondly, our calendar is also to be in sync with the solar calendar, because the Yom Tov that we're going to celebrate, the Torah says in several places that you are to make sure that we celebrate Pesach in Chodesh Aviv in the springtime, which is why seven out of 19 years we add a leap year to make sure that we don't fall behind between the lunar and solar calendars. I'd like to discuss an interesting aspect about the Korbanos and please God to tie it in with the forthcoming Yom Tov of Pesach. And that is the following. At the very beginning of Sefer Vayikra, if you take note at the end of the first paragraph, and that is in Pasuk 9, and then again, if you go to Pasuk Yud Gimel, Pasuk 13, then again if you go to Pasuk 17, what do you find? And this is repeated again. The Torah says that, especially the Karban Ola, the Torah says it is to be Ishei Reach Nichoach Lashem. It is to be a fire offering, a satisfying aroma to Hashem. Now, this is a very challenging phrase. You and I enjoy a pleasant aroma. Proof, every Mozart Shabbos, we make a bracha over the psamim, over the spices. The primary reason for this, our rabbis tell us, is because on Shabbos, Shavas Vayina Fash, we are given a additional neshama, a neshama yaseira. And this neshama yaseira, 
Rashi says in the beginning of the second chapter of Beitzah, number one, helps the Jew to eat foods that normally he doesn't eat during the week, a richer diet for many people over the centuries, as well as a psychological boost enabling the Jew to literally transcend his everyday needs. On a very personal note, my late father, Zechron Levracha, had his own business, and very often he didn't have your traditional nine to five hours, and oftentimes he had to work on Motsoi Shabbos and on Sunday, but never on Shabbos or Yom Tov. The ability on Shabbos to transcend and not allow the everyday worries and concerns, I have to deliver, I have to, I need to collect, I owe, they owe me, which are so natural to a businessman. It's as if when on Friday you close your business, you're retiring. That is a special gift of the Neshama Yaseira. And therefore, when that Neshama Yaseira, additional soul, leaves us after Shabbos, we have the spices to console our Neshama having lost this special additional gift for Shabbos. So you and I, as human beings, can appreciate a pleasant spice, a pleasant aroma. Unfortunately, especially those of us who might live in, quote, the suburbs, from time to time, there's not such a pleasant aroma when you can smell a skunk. What does it mean, however, when the Torah ascribes to Hashem, who's incorporeal, he has no body, he has no nose? What does it mean, a reach nichoach l'ashem? It is a satisfying aroma to Hashem. So I have in front of me the Ma'asei Hashem, a Rishon, who takes note the first time you have this expression of Reach Nichoach is when Noach comes out of the Teva in chapter 8 in Parshas Noach. And what does he do? He takes the seven pair of kosher animals that Hashem told him to take along and Vayal Olos Pamizbeach. He offers them as burnt offerings on the altar. And then listen carefully. There it is. Hashem literally smelled the pleasing aroma. And what does he say as a result of this? Hashem says, I will not continue ever again to curse again the ground because of man. So clearly something has happened with this korbanos, which A, please Hashem, and pleases Him so much that He has said, that's it, never again will there be a mabul. Explains the Masa Hashem, very sharp. What does it mean? The sense of smell is different from the other senses. You don't have to touch it, you don't have to see it, 
you know that it's there. Namely, I'll give you a good example. Thank you for inviting me for dinner. I'm about to knock on the door to tell you I've arrived, and I stop and I pause and I smell the fish. So I know there's fish for dinner. Have I seen it? No. Have I touched it? No. But the sense of smell leads me to believe that that is what is going to be in the future. We're going to be eating fish. What's true regarding man and his sense of smell is a concept that the Torah is telling us, especially with the Korbanola. What does it mean to bring an offering, a korban from the word korov? Man wants to get close to Hashem. And he makes a resolution when he brings this korban. Now, it might take time. It might take a day, a month, a year or more for a person to accomplish that goal. But Hashem kaveyochol smells, i.e. Hashem looks into the future and he sees, wow, that there's going to be this improvement in the individual. Hashem looks upon it as if it's already happened, as if you can see the fish, as if you can taste the fish already. It's The idea is it's a portend of what's going to be in the future. Similarly, therefore the Medrash says on this Pasuk in Parshas Noah, chapter 8, Pasuk 21, the Medrash says that what does Hashem see at that time? He sees Avram Avinu thrown into the Kivshan Oesh. He sees Hananiah, Azariah, Mishoel thrown into the furnace on the occasion of Nebuchadnezzar's birthday. Hashem sees and says, wow, look is what going to emerge from Noah. Look what's going to happen. Look at the kind of individuals that they're going to be in the future. So the future is what saves the day in the time of Noah. Why does Hashem say, I will never again bring a mabul? Because of the future. Watch what happens at Pesach. Moshe is at the burning bush, and Hashem tells Moshe what the game plan is. We're going to take you out of Egypt, and this is the sign that I am behind all this. When you take the Jewish people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Now, wait a second. Rashi explains this to mean the following, that Moshe is asking Hashem, wait a second, what merit do the Jewish people have that they should come out of Egypt? And you know what Hashem's answer is? Hashem's answer is that they will accept the Torah. Wait a second, what do you mean they will accept? But right now, what's the merit? So the future is that which vindicates the present, the future is that which gives a purpose to the, to the, it comes from the present. It's an incredible idea. And that's the smell of Hashem seeing the future. And because Am Yisrael accepted the Torah at Har Sinai, and that makes all more significant our Dayenu, 
at the Pesach Seder. Ilu Kervanu Lifnehar Sinai, right? Which is the condition of our leaving. So just coming before our Sinai, says the Gemara in Shabbos, towards the very end, this purged the Jewish people of their Zuhamah, any impurity that they had. And this is the ultimate purpose. So the future vindicates the present. We live in the present that we are today because of the sacrifice of our parents and grandparents all the way back. And therefore, I ask everyone who's listening, how important are your actions? You should realize that your actions are a deposit in the divine bank of mitzvos, in the divine bank of chesed. And your goodness now is going to help Amir Tzashem, your children, your grandchildren, and future generations. Do we understand it? No. Where is the closest place I can show this to you in the Torah? Says the Masay Hashem, Vayorach Hashem, Esreach HaNichoach. God smelled the pleasing aroma, meaning he was able to see into the future. Wow, how exciting this is. Remember, we are embarking now on cleaning for Pesach, not spring cleaning. Don't confuse the two. Save your energy for the Pesach Seder, where there is legitimately some chametz. Good. Should you look through the pockets? Yes. But this isn't the time to take everything out in spring cleaning. No. Remember, what you're doing now, your exertion for Pesach, is not only for the moment, but you are unknowingly helping the future generations as well. And so, what a beautiful insight how what we do and our success, we shouldn't pat ourselves on the back that hard. It's coming from the self-sacrifice of our parents and ancestors before us. And just as in the case of Choni Amagol, of planting the tree for the future, our chasadim, our cleaning for Pesach, and our mitz Hashem, embracing the Yom Tov, please God, two weeks from tomorrow night, is not only for us, but please God, an investment in our wonderful future. Shabbat Shalom, and a good Chodesh to all.